Hey, it's Billy. Welcome to the Start Small, Believe Big podcast, a safe place for those desiring to find their footing, yet feel overwhelmed and discouraged. You don't have to have it all together to start with one small step. I believe as we start, while believing in the big God we serve, we can release control, restore trust, and receive what is to come. The Lord rejoices as the work begins. Sit down and get comfy or turn up the volume while you work out or get life done. Let's not resist that small beginning, but persist in the next thing God is calling us to do. Sometimes when I allow my mind to take over, I feel a sense of disconnect between me and the Lord. Little by little, I tend to build walls up, tend to do it my way, to think my way, and a barrier begins to stop me from connecting with Jesus. Those emotional barriers, I think, are the ones that build up the most. They're toxic. Worry, fear, comparison, unbelief, even some trauma and and grief that we continue to build up in our spirit leaves us unsettling experiences going forward in life. When we chase those rabbit trails of concerns, worry, they become our crutch rather than turning to Jesus and trusting him. I'm just speaking from experience. I'm speaking from a place where these things, these thoughts, these, as I talked about before, stories that we create in our heads take the place of trusting God. I call this a little something like spiritual jet lag. Over time, I have traveled from one coast to another, back and forth, In just a couple of three days, I'll go back and forth. And in those times, I've experienced physical jet lag. The jet lag you get from being tired, waking up and not knowing where you are, your body being on one time zone while your mind is in another. Spiritual jet lag is a bit like that. It's a temporary condition of being spiritually unsettled while continuing to have an active faith uncertainty not caused by any continual sin in our lives, even though not trusting God could be seen seen as sinful. And I'm sure I'll get quite a few comments from you guys telling me that it is sin. What I'm talking about is you are not saying that you don't believe in God. You are not turning away from God. You're, You're not trusting Him. You're not continually growing toward him. The obstacles that come up and cause spiritual jet lag, they cause those obstructions I was talking about earlier. That that signal between you and Jesus is blocked. And that should be a red flag that we're disconnecting in our spiritual walk. When we talk about sin, the thing that I want to go back to here is the more we're disconnected from the Lord the more temptation will arise. The less we'll turn away from temptation. The less we will walk in faith and not in trusting the Lord. Spiritual jet lag symptoms, like I said before, are really the same as jet lag related to travel. 
It's an experience of an unwell feeling, difficulty staying alert, difficulty concentrating. We feel chaos. We feel stress. We feel anxiety. We can't function at our normal level. And when I'm talking about functioning, I'm talking about living a godly life, following the Lord and the purpose and calling he has for us. When we have spiritual jet lag, a lot of times it's not, we're not that aware of it. It's not that apparent. We really don't know why we're disengaged. Spiritual jet lag just keeps us in a mental and spiritual confusion. The root of it are those interior barriers, interior barriers, internal barriers. I'm divine. I'm I'm combining two words here and, and, and tripping over my words. But as I talk about this, it is real. It is. Daily, we have to be alert because the enemy is going to use this time to take us away from the Lord. Confusion and chaos and clutter build up those walls and it decreases our confidence and it decreases our peace of mind. We have no peace. Physical and spiritual jet lag, they're not much different. Think about how people talk about jet lag. They're tired. They're exhausted. All of those things. It's very, very similar. When we're in our little area of spiritual jet lag or big area of spiritual jet lag, we can often be worshiping the Lord by reading the Bible, by going to church, by singing worship songs, But our hearts seem to be miles and miles away because our minds are not in control. We get left in a place of feeling like we try to do a lot of good, godly things, but we're really not allowing God to be a part of it. It just seems like a complete separation of what God can do and what we're doing. In Isaiah 29, 13, it says, The Lord says, These people come near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship of me is based on merely human rules they have been taught. Are you following rules or are you following Jesus? Are you connecting with the Lord or are you only connecting with your own desires? thoughts, confusion, and chaos. In the New Testament, when Jesus called out religious leaders for doing just this, that their mouths would honor them, honor him, but their hearts were far from them. You see, the Pharisees knew a lot about God, but they didn't know God. I want to stop right here for a second because I think a lot of times when we start calling out people for their hearts being far away from God, we can tend to look at others and not ourselves. I want us to look within our own hearts and minds. With the Pharisees, when Jesus was um, calling them out for their hearts being far from him, They often tested him with questions, trying to trick him. They wanted to prove that he didn't belong, that that believing their knowledge 
eclipsed who Jesus said he was. In Matthew 15, they questioned Jesus about the disciples eating without washing their hands. The disciples were breaking tradition. It wasn't about proper hygiene, but a purely ritualistic exercise having no basis in Scripture. There's been many a times I've been hurt by people in the church judging me for things that they follow by law and not showing grace, the grace of Jesus. And unfortunately, I can say that for myself. I've done that too. But see, Jesus in Matthew did not let that pass. He called them out on their traditions, quoting from Isaiah 29, 13 that I read earlier. And all that he's saying that all traditions aren't bad, but Sometimes traditions and laws and rules and regulations allow them to ignore God's word. It it ignores what God has taught us, what Jesus came to do in forgiving us. When you replace scripture, like the Pharisees did, with their laws and their regulations and their rules and their traditions, they were like the people Isaiah spoke about, honoring with their lips and not their hearts. We often think sin or lack of faith is always causes trouble. However, trials sometimes might be a part of God's plan for our life. Effective listening, effective living out of the gospel reveals our growth during hardships and challenges. Obstacles often can build character, perseverance, and sensitivity towards others when they face the same thing. If you've been hurt by people that have said one thing and judged you for it rather than showing you grace as Jesus does and love you like Jesus does, I want you to start thinking of how you can grow in that. How can you show someone else grace? What we want to do is always turn back our hearts to the Lord. When you feel unsettled, alone, or cannot find your way, we can find ourselves in a very lonely place. When we allow those emotional obstacles, those past histories, those past hurts, to build these walls, these emotional barriers between us and Jesus, we become very alone. However, we are not alone. We need to surrender to God's strength, forgiveness, power, and control. I want to read this scripture one more time. The Lord says, These people come near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship of me is based on merely human rules they have been taught. What rules have you been taught? What rules are you abiding by in your own mind? And I'm not talking about breaking laws, breaking rules, but what is it that you have convinced yourself of that is not of God's word? I want you to think about that. I want you to understand that changing your heart and focusing on Jesus is where we need to be. So my question for you this week, my challenge for you, what small step does God want you to take to let go of those emotional barriers and let your heart be worshiping of Jesus? What are we willing to give up to draw closer to him? And to heal us of that spiritual jet lag, let me know. 
send me a message. Drop me a line in the, in the comments below. I would love to hear from you. Thank you guys. I thank you always for listening. I pray the podcast has empowered you to have hope and confidence with whatever God desires, wherever you are in life. Allowing Jesus to work in and through your life one step, one decision, and one action at a time. Thank you for joining me today on the Start Small, Believe Big podcast. I hope you're back next week for another episode. Can I ask you to help out with the show before you go? Subscribe to the podcast where you listen and leave an honest review. Your ratings and reviews really help, and I love reading each one. Thank you in advance for doing that. Also, I want to give you an opportunity to sign up for the daily devotion email that I send out Monday through Friday. You can do that over on my website, billyjouse.com. Now, let's not resist that small beginning, but persist in the next thing God is calling us to do. Be blessed, my dear friends. Until next time.